Good morning, everybody. This morning. is Genevia. This is Jennifer. And you are tuned in to Soap Talk, where candid conversations cleanse the mind, heal the heart, and encourage the spirit and spiritual growth. Amen. So if you are tuning into our YouTube channel, please click the like button and subscribe to our channel. That way you can get push notifications when we post our new episodes every Monday morning and yes. get your fresh weekly dose of Soap Talk. Good morning and welcome back. And now we're going to um, go into the second part of the interview uh, with our with our teenage uh, children. Uh, and this has to do with the topic of submission. So here we go. It's respectful to your parents. However, if we're if 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 I'm telling Aaron or Herb is telling Aaron to do something contrary to the word and the will of God, then yes, he should not do it. Um, because at the end of the day, he is accountable to God first. And, and that's my um, that's my feedback on that question. Janae, do you have anything you want to add? Oh, well, just pretty much the same thing everybody's been saying. I mean, we're all on one accord when it comes to this. Um, um, once you get to a particular mental state or, or spiritual state, you understand that um, I don't have the authority to make my own rules because I'm still underneath the rules of my parents. And, you know, it talks about in the book of Genesis, when you do get married, you leave your mother and father and you cleave one to another. Mm -hmm. And that means that now that responsibility belongs to, for a woman's position, belongs to the husband. And that's why that there's a part in the wedding, the ritual of the father giving away the bride to mm -hmm. the husband, because he's pretty much um, relinquishing his, his, um, what's Lost words. Uh, he's relinquishing <laughs> his his right uh, in over to the husband because yeah. it's like I've been taking care of this child. I've molded her. I've shaped her. I've t nourished her. Now it's your turn to you know go forth and multiply, be fruitful, and love her the way that I've loved her. Not necessarily as a father, but with that unconditional love. And um, but everybody made great points. So um, and guys, forgive. All the commotion. If you see me moving around, <laughs> I have a two-year-old that is uh, on the loose. So y'all, <laughs> we're all sheltering in place here. No, no, no promises. But there's one more thing I want to say about this too. But you know, um, when and this this goes back to the question of um, how old should a should a child be as far as obeying uh, their parents. You know, I, I thought about too when the child, but when your children move out of the home, you know, and let's say, Aaron, when you move out and you start your your own family, you have a wife, you have children, you know, I don't have jurisdiction over your home. You know, um, it. Yes, of course, you you maintain respect, but you also have to create healthy boundaries because I know a lot of times um, as parents we like to tell our even our adult children, um, what they should and should not be doing and not necessarily as advice, but it's like a direct command. And once you have your own house that you're going to be overseeing, um, your direction comes from God. Now, can you be open to hearing what I have to say? Absolutely. That's showing respect to me. I feel like you can, you can hear me out, but you are not obligated to do it to do as I tell you to do as at that point, because um, you're, you're operating outside of, of, of my home. And, um, you know, as well as if you're even single, you know, 
um, and you're living outside of the home and you're taking care of all your needs, your bills, of course, being open to what I have to say as far as hearing me out as a parent um, is respectful. But at that time, you know, that's between you and the Lord for you to make um, proper decisions. Now, I might say, hey, Aaron, I don't think that's a good idea. And you may say, okay, well, I'm going to listen to that. Okay, that might not be a good idea. Or you say, mom, I'm open to hearing you. Or dad, I'm open to hearing you. But at the end of the day, you know, the decision is mine to make. And we have to respect that as well. Because you ultimately will have to deal with the consequences. And we need to respect those, those boundaries. The only time I would say that boundaries would not be um, so-called respected as if you're trying, if you're causing harm to yourself or to someone else, then I think as a loving parent um, or a family member, then yes, it's time to step in and there's, mm-hmm. you know, not much conversation that is going to be had. Exactly. Other than that, um, you're, you're in your own, you're in your own house. God, it's God, then you, then your wife and your children. And at mm-hmm. that point, that's, that's the structure that I'm going to have to respect as a parent. So that's, yeah. I, I wanted to add that as well. And that's good. That's a natural transition into, uh, from, from a young adulthood into adulthood. It's a natural progression. And a lot of times I see some parents struggling, trying to let go. They mm-hmm. feel like they have this forever mentality, like you're my child and you will always be my child. And you will right. always have to say, you know, do what I say. And it's a lot harder. And even though they, they may not let go, it's just going to, it's going to naturally happen. Absolutely. So us as parents, we've got to not saying the anticipation is any easier, but we've got to anticipate if we, if God has instilled in us that godly instruction to put in our children, we've got to have faith that God is going to allow that seed to germinate and to grow and to mature. That way we know that we're sending these babies out into the world, which is an evil, cold, cruel world with the things um, that they are being armed with, God's armor. And if we are confident and we've been doing our job, all we can do is give that up to the Lord and the Lord will, will lead them on the path that they need to go on. Amen. So I know that tends to be an issue sometimes about letting go and allowing them to blossom because mm-hmm. they're not always going to be babies. They're, they're going to grow up. It's inevitable. As long as they have life and breath in their bodies, God is going to grow. That's, that's just what we're supposed to do. If we're not growing, we're dying. Amen. And, um, Amen. And we serve a living God in that in in the spiritual world. So it, we're going to continue to grow as long as He gives us that opportunity to do so. So um, I totally agree. And also one more point. Um, that's that's the whole train up your child in the way they should go. We should be uh-huh. training them up um, to be independent thinkers and doers. And I'm not saying independent of Christ, but at 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 a a certain point in time, it's time for you to move on out of your parents' home, if possible. Sometimes circumstances won't allow for it, but that's mm-hmm. what that's what we're raising our children to do is to live on their own and be um, self-sufficient, not independent of Christ once again, but to live on their own and be able to take care of their own needs okay. financially. Yeah. Oh, last question. <laughs> last question. <laughs> last but not least. Last but not least. Okay, so. Um, was this addressed to Aaron? Did you answer the last question? Yeah, you had the first two, and then uh, my mom went. Okay. Yeah, he did. He answered All right. it. All right. So, uh, last question, Aviana. Why might uh, he address the fathers here in Ephesians chapter six, verses four, and not the mothers? And what we're talking about is when, um, when Paul said, 
And you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. So what, what are, what is your opinion? What are your thoughts, Aviana? Okay, so um, I think that Paul only addressed the fathers in this passage because in the Greek, Roman, and Jewish laws and traditions, the father was the head of the house and he was responsible for the children's education and the discipline of the children. But then Paul later on says, Other thy father and thy mother, which allows for the reader to understand the difference between both parents. The father is over the whole household while the mother tends to the children and the upbringing of the house and creating the house into a home. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's just like, you have to have that extra level of authority and that's what the father brings. And the mother has her other type of authority, but it's just on different levels. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you think is the difference in your opinion between my authority and your father's authority. What, 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 cause it's, I know they're two completely different, uh, different feelings. How, 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 how would you compare? Um, like I would say your authority is way more like loving and long suffering and patient. <laughs> and his is more like, let's get you to the point. Why aren't you doing this correctly? and like very blunt and cut cut and everything um but i think that's what mothers and fathers are supposed to do i think that mothers are supposed to be the ones to take on like okay let's be nurturing and let's take some time and learn this and then fathers are like no we're not going to do that (laughs) more the disciplinarians Yes, they're more of the disciplinary actions while the mothers are like trying to teach their children before the disciplinary action. Like, don't do that. Or your father, is, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Do you think they're the, the role in that sense, do you think they're interchangeable? Do you think a father is able to be nourishing and loving and long suffering? Of course. I feel like um, I feel like there's times there's times and places for everything. Um, sometimes the mother may have to take stand and be the authoritative figure in the house. Other times the father may be the really compassionate one. It really depends on, um, the dynamics of the house and how like the relationships in the family work. But sometimes the father is the more nurturing one than the mother is and the mother's way more strict than the father is. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends on the type of people and the type of parents and the type of children that they have together. Okay. Good answers. Good answers. Aaron, what's your feedback? Yeah. So, 100% agree with Aviana on that one. Uh, <laughs> definitely in my household, you know, my father is a no nonsense. You know, um, definitely he wasn't he wasn't uh, in the military or anything, but he's very militant. He makes sure that you know if something said needs to be done. It needs to get done, no matter how it gets done. It needs to get done, and I respect him for that. And you know, I feel like. Like, like Aviana said, you know, the mothers, you know, they have this emotional connection with the child that they bore, you know, they brought forth to the earth. So it's a little bit, you know, they have a little bit more patience, definitely more caring and nurturing than with the child from when they're in the womb to, you know, up until, I guess, the transition from when the father starts, you know, dealing with, I know with myself, a son, um, maybe until they get to the, uh, the teens, you know, that's when the father starts stepping in more and trying to teach the young man. I'd be, you know, a man, you know, I feel like that also takes, also takes place. So they're a lot more patient, 
but um, I feel like that's why the Lord says, you know, you know, fathers don't leave your lead your sons, you know, our daughters to anger because you know with being militant and being strict, you know, you have to make sure you don't stifle the relationship between you know your son or daughter because you know you you know fathers are are less you know emotional and so you know they're going to be quote unquote real with you and sometimes they can take it to a, another level and you know that's with anybody but you have to make sure that you know it's all out of love because you know if there's no love in it then then you just kind of uh you're kind of wasting your breath so mm-hmm. i feel like um, the lord addresses fathers because fathers are definitely the authoritarian that's the role they make sure that anything that they see is getting out of line they make sure they correct it and keep the child in line you know spread the rod you spoil the child and i feel like that's what the father you know also the mother and father on one you know collective uh unit they have to be on the same page but i feel like the father is definitely there for you know correcting any wrongs that they see in the child's actions but they have to make sure that they do it out of love it just like um like it says in the word you know the husbands have to love the wives of Christ love the church. I feel like when you're doing something, excuse me again, that's my alarm once again. Um, sure when you're you doing do something, you have to do, <laughs> you have to do something, you have to do it out of love. So that's why they, that's why the Lord addresses fathers. I think specifically in, in that passage. That's Jane, excellent. Yeah, that's an excellent back. answer, Eviana and Aaron. Um, it's just interesting how um, the word keeps emphasizing and husbands and fathers, <laughs> you know, it, I think they have a huge, not I think, I know they have a huge responsibility. Mm-hmm. And as a wife, we need to be res- supporting them in that role. Um, I think that, I know that everyone makes mistakes. Fathers, mothers, children, we all um, falling, we all fall short, <laughs> like the word says. Um, I think here, it, um, there's a, a emphasis on practicing, you know, provoking your children to wrath. Um, it, it should not be something that you're doing um, as a practice, as a, as a daily um, occurrence, you know, provoking your children to wrath, um, because that can lead to deep-seated anger, like you were saying, um, Aaron, or a broken child at the end, end of the day, a broken spirit. And so mm-hmm. as parents, and I think we both have to be aware, but I know as a, as a mother, I, in my personality, <laughs> I'm very uh, sensitive. So I, I, you know, I attempt to be um, sensitive to Aaron's needs. However, uh, there are times where Herb is like, we need a little more rationale versus emotion. And I think that is very important. I was telling him, you know, I, was, I heard something on the radio about men being like waffles and people compartmentalized and women being like spaghetti. And, and no, that's not across the board. So sometimes it's vice versa. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, able to reason through a situation, especially with your children who you want to be tender hearted toward, you want to give 15,000 opportunities <laughs> without consequence. But sometimes, you know, I've had to learn through her how to say no. It's even with our three-year-old, it's time for a timeout. I've told you 10 times, you know, you've gone way overboard, Jennifer, with, with talking to Gabriel. Now it's time to put him in a timeout. And so I think that in and of itself, it, it creates this balance in the home. However, I think that sometimes we have the tendency to think of uh, a disciplinarian as someone who's not being loving. But it, without that discipline and without those consequences, I couldn't see how your your father or your mother would would love you because basically you would be able to do whatever you wanted. You wouldn't 
there wouldn't be any, it would be dysfunctional all the way through the house. And so, and it wouldn't help you into your adulthood because you would go out into the world thinking you, you know, you could do whatever you feel like doing whatever pleases you. And that's not, that's not the way it works because the world, you're definitely going to have consequences for your actions. So, you know, I think that's, that's just really important. However, I do uh, feel like, um, everybody is learning. So living life in, in, as a father and mother is a learning process. So maybe you have a father there that um, has a tough time with tapping into his emotion, emotional side for whatever reason. Maybe it was upbringing, maybe it was experiences he went through. You know, there's a lot to be said about that. And as a wife, especially me, <laughs> me being so sensitive, you know, um, that that to me is a part of my my love to my husband as well as to show him that you know that other side and another perspective on how to look at things and i'm thankful to god that my husband is open because um unfortunately that's not always the case in in, in relationships mm-hmm. but i'm i'm thankful that he's open to hearing me out and um mm-hmm listening to another way of thinking about a situation and like i said we're all growing through this process with our children i don't have it all together as a mother he doesn't have it all together as a father. But one thing we do know is that we love God and we want to do it God's way. So um, that's that's kind of what I have to say about, about the father's piece. Okay. Well, I'm going to put in my little two cents and then we can Please. wrap up this interview. <laughs> um, uh, I, I truly believe that you reap what you sow. And these children, um, as babies, they are in their, their fertile ground. And they need to be nourished just like a plant. If anybody's a gardener out there, you know, you have to have the right type of soil for a particular flower to, to, to be nourished and for it to bloom. If it's too acidic, um, it's going to have issues. If there's insects around you, you've got to do what is necessary for that particular plant to flourish and bloom. And that means with all of our children, each, I have four children, every single one of them are different. Now they have similar qualities, but, they all have their own different personalities. So I cannot teach Aviana the way I may teach Anaya or mm-hmm. Alea or Aiden. Um, and uh, when, when we go into discipline the children, I have to remember that I can't discipline them all the same way as well because my seven-year-old is way more sensitive than the rest of my children. Aviana, she's a little older, so she kind of knows how I am. She knows my cues. She knows when I'm not playing. She knows when I'm serious. And um, she, she, <laughs> she kind of knows her boundaries, but that's because her and I, she's 10 years older than the next child. So her and I had a lot of time to really spend with one another, just probably just like you and um, Aaron, Jennifer, you know, he, there's a large gap between him and Gabe. Yeah. And so when you have that isolated time, you have a lot more um, focused energy to put into one child and you can nourish it a right, lot better. Right. When you have multiple children, you know, my, I'm only one person, so my attention is divvied up and it, it becomes a challenge at times and a juggling act. But nonetheless, God gives us the tools and gives uh, us the, the, the means and the strength to, to persevere. Also, um, with the dynamic of my home, um, my husband's on business a lot and he's out of the home. So sometimes I do have to become mother and father. And a lot of times it's like, hmm. I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to be the, the disciplinarian and, and the nurture at the same time. Right, it was right. a little difficult. And 
I find myself calling him like, I'm going to call your dad <laughs> because <laughs> I can't do it. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to be the nice person because I, I definitely don't want them to be around me all the time. Like, oh, mommy's always trying to tell us to do this. But no, I, I would like to be a mommy. You know, I, I would like to say, oh, come here, baby, you know, and be the nurturing one. But mm -hmm. with my role, sometimes I have to find myself to be the disciplinary. And that's why I asked Aviana earlier, do you think those roles are interchangeable? Mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily the the higher the hierarchy and what we talked about the husband over the wife over the children. I'm not saying switching the hierarchy where I'm over my husband. No, that's, oh, that's no. let me yeah. let me clarify that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm talking about the roles of how um, the it speaks about in the scripture about how the fathers are naturally the disciplinarians. I, I believe in our society they are they are definitely interchangeable where I can go to be a disciplinarian and my husband, he can come in and be a nurturer or whatever. And like she said, it depends on that particular um, uh, situation. So I, 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 I would like to say more, but we do have to wrap up today. And yeah. it has been such a pleasure having our children on, having my nephew, I call him my nephew. And, uh, and having Avion and my niece. <laughs> yes, we are. We are so thankful for you guys. Y'all are such a blessing in our lives. Yes. And, and we know that you guys are going to go out and make great disciples. And um, I'm just excited to, to see you guys blossom. So keep Amen. us posted. <laughs> yes, keep us posted. Aaron, I know you have class. So yeah, he got to go to class, guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Okay, now we're at the end of our episode where we will uh, talk, give you the word of encouragement, which comes from Colossians, and it's going to be out of uh, chapter 3, verse 20, and it reads, children, obey your parents and everything, for this pleases the Lord. And I think we basically touched all of those points in the interview, and yeah. which is which is like I said, such a blessing to be able to discuss these things with our children. Um, and the personal growth project for for this episode is going to be, you know, it's not something that you're obligated to do, but I think it'd be a very good idea just to sit down and talk with your um, young adults if they're still living in the home about uh, godly submission and. Um, how to interact with each other um, in a way that would be pleasing to the Lord. And uh, if you can have those conversations, uh, if, you, if you would like, you can uh, send us some feedback to the website on how, you know, the conversation blessed you, you know, um, or if there are other questions or comments you may have for us to, to also send those as well. But um, prayerfully, um, that, that, that discussion can happen um, amongst uh, the parents uh, with their children and that it blesses you. So, Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much, sis, for reading that scripture. And also we will tune in next week for an update on our personal growth project. We definitely want to encourage you guys out there, especially with us uh, sheltering in place in different areas to uh, have those conversations with your children. This is the proper time to be about your father's business and to try to teach these children how to get back into the world, uh, bring Christ back into the world because so much of our society has taken him out of it. So uh, let's, let's have those conversations with our children and uh, uh, we're going to wrap up with a prayer. So um, if you would please bow your head. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today with our heads bowed and our hearts humbled. And we just thank you, first of all, for allowing us to see another day that wasn't promised to us. Or allow us to make those changes in our lives that will be more pleasing and acceptable to you 
so that we can one day, uh, once we leave this earth, see your beautiful face in heaven. But we just ask you to please uh, repent. We're repenting for our sins. Please forgive us for anything that we have done, whether it be word, thought, or deed, and allow us to be better Christian wives, better Christian mothers, and better Christian uh, daughters or relatives in the future that we have been in the past. Lord, we just want to thank you for this podcast as a platform for us to uh, shine light on your on your word and allow people who may not have ever heard your word be able to hear the sweet um, the sweet words that come out of uh, the Bible. Lord, we just ask you to uh, please bless our children. We want to thank you for bringing them on today. We want to thank you for their wisdom. You want to, we want to thank you for their heart and their zeal. And in Lord, give them the strength to not only get through uh, this school year, through a pandemic, uh, allow them to have the strength to grow closer to you and have an intimate relationship with you, Lord. And we want to thank you for all the blessings that you've given us today. And we want to thank you for everything that you've done. And we just also want to ask you to please bless this uh, podcast where you can. Lord, these and all blessings we ask your son, Christ Jesus, now we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Soap Talk. If you are watching from our YouTube channel, please click the like button and subscribe to our channel. That way you can get push notifications every Monday morning when we, uh, when we upload our uh, videos to YouTube. Also, you can find us on our website at www.letssoaptalk.org. We have uh, how this project came to be. Um, uh, we have a little bit of background about Jennifer and I. We also have a way to get in contact with us also we yes. upload our um, our episodes on there every week so take check out the website so y'all can you know get a little insight on what's going on with us also uh, you can find us on facebook uh, soap talk uh, christian podcast we're on instagram and twitter also if you do not watch our youtube channel you can also listen to it on anchor uh, Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere you listen to your podcast. That way you can take us with you on the road on your way to work on Friday, or just if, if you're um, sheltering in place and sweeping around, <laughs> you can Amen. have us in your ear. <laughs> Amen. So, um, we appreciate you uh, following us and we appreciate your support. And we just are thankful to God that he's able to use us as his vessel um, to better his kingdom. So uh, y'all have a great week and uh, thank you for self-talking with us. Bye. Bye.